Hey friend, oh my goodness, can you believe we are in October? We're in the last three months of 2021, time just flies by and the last two episodes I was sharing with you how to get yourself organised, some strategies and things to get yourself super productive in what tends to be a really, really, really busy part of the year and that was one of the reasons why I was giving away planners and I just want to say congratulations to Michaela, she won a planner which I'm going to be putting in the post to her and she wrote me a review over on iTunes which she then emailed to me and her review said a few months ago I did a random search for a mummy productivity podcast and stumbled upon SJ. After listening to my first podcast, I was sold. SJ being a Christian is a bonus for me. It's hard to find Christians in this genre. Love the podcast and implementing the advice given. So thank you so much, Michaela. I hope I've said your name right for your review. And if you want to win yourself a planner, all you have to do is like Michaela did, is scroll down in iTunes, leave me a review and make sure you send a screenshot of the review as Michaela did to hello at theproductivemum.co.uk and then I can put you into the drawer to win yourself one of my lovely gorgeous planners. They're really, really nice. They've got a great layout for time blocking, for putting in your goals and they've got some really cute designs on them too. So that being said, this episode is all about goals and motivation, helping you to get back on track with your health and fitness goals, and also giving you some ideas when it comes to your motivation. So pens and papers at the ready, let's dive in. Welcome to the Productive Mom Podcast. I'm SJ, mom, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with, and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3 p.m. every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Okay, now I know this is kind of a little bit backwards because I've shown you how to get organized with your time and how to put a workflow in place, but now I'm talking about goals and perhaps maybe if I'd thought about this a little bit better and maybe planned it a bit better, then this might have been the episode that I put first. But so many of my episodes come from like what is going on in my life, things that inspire me, questions that people have things that people are talking to me about. So that's actually where this one came from because I know we're going into the last three months of the year and this is often a time where people drop off from health and fitness programs and life gets a bit challenging because you are going to lots and lots of different events and celebrations and it can be a really, really difficult time for health and fitness goals. And as your friend, I want to do what I can to help and support you with your health and fitness goals to help you stay on track with your health and fitness goals. Now, we know the health and fitness industry 
is massive. It's like billion dollar industry. It's mad. And it's really interesting as to why it's so big. Because for the countries that you are in, because I can see where you guys are listening from, you know, the majority of you listening to me right now are in the US, in the UK, in Canada, Australia. All of those countries have huge problems with the unhealthy lifestyles that we lead. And we lack good nutrition, we lack movement, and we have a massive like health and obesity crisis in so many countries. I mean, here in the UK, so many people are considered obese. So many people are struggling with their health, their fitness, their weight, and all of that often leads to other health conditions. We know this stuff, but yet we struggle with it. And I really wanted to dig in today with you is what it is within our society that really is our main motivation behind this huge growth in the health and fitness industry. And also, that being said, like, what is your motivation? If you have a health and fitness goal, what is your motivation behind it? I mean, my clients come to me all the time after they've had babies and I have people that are saying to me, oh, I need to, you know, lose about 10 pounds. I need to lose a stone. I need to lose some weight. But really what, and I've said this so many times in this podcast, when they come to me and they say that, I want to know what the motivation is. And today's episode really is about digging into that motivation. And perhaps, as I often like to do, is to try and reframe it. Because it's your motivation, your reason why, behind the things that you want to do, that is going to determine the success of your goals, particularly in the health and fitness world. I think I've already mentioned to you that I have gone back to the gym so that I can ride a bike because the weather here in the UK has changed and it's just like we're in rain mode right now and I need to stay cycling so I've gone back to the gym and I was coming out of my spin class, uh, the usual sweaty, exhausted mess and I bumped into this really, really lovely lady who is always in the gym because she competes in bodybuilding competitions and I was having a chat with her. She's a lovely lady, she's a mum, she's got three kids and I was saying to her, I said, how do you keep on track with your nutrition when your kids are screaming in the afternoon when you want to drink a glass of wine and we had a really really good chat about like her motivation behind all of that and it was that conversation that got me thinking about our motivation does our motivation come from like the people around us the images that we're seeing in society or is it or should it and this is the question should our motivation be coming from somewhere different now being completely honest when I saw this lady's posts on social media on her Facebook and she was showing the pictures of her entering these bodybuilding competitions I was just blown away because I will be completely honest with you and this isn't to be disrespectful but the person that I see in the gym first of all is completely different to the person that is posing for those pictures so this is another example ladies of where what we see on social media and Instagram and on Facebook is not the reality it really really isn't and the effort and the time and the makeup and the hair extensions and all of the things that go into creating those those images you've got to remember that stuff too but in all honesty and I can't believe I'm admitting this to you for a brief brief moment I looked at those images and I thought 
oh my gosh, like, I want to do that. I want to look like that. And then I just had this like reality check in my head and like, Sarah Jane, that is going to mean that you cannot eat any chocolate like for months and months at a time. And I just thought, hmm, yeah, maybe not, that's not for me. But my point with that is that how influential the images that we're seeing can be on us. And if you've been around here a while, you know the struggles that I have personally had with Instagram and how I've had to lay it down. I don't have the app on my phone anymore because for me, it just creates this false idol. And I see these images and I just want to be like them. And I think that, and this is a prime example where I saw this lovely lady like doing an amazing job in these bodybuilding competitions. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, maybe that's something I should be doing. And it got me thinking about Instagram and I do pick on Instagram because it's such a visual platform and there's so many pictures of you know beauty and perfection and filtered and you know professional photos on Instagram so it just got me thinking and I went over and googled like what are the biggest accounts on Instagram and the biggest account on Instagram is actually, and you may or may not be surprised by this, is Cristiano Ronaldo. And he has 348 million people following him. And I spoke to Tim and I said to him, what is it about Cristiano Ronaldo? Because like, I'm a little bit dumb when it comes to the football world. And Tim gave me this amazing kind of like history of him as a footballer. And basically, in short, he is a football legend. And I scrolled through his Instagram and I had a look at some of his pictures and obviously there's a lot of him playing football and, you know, kicking a ball around the field. But he's also, there's also some pictures on his Instagram account of him like posing and showing off like, you know, his his six pack and how athletic he looks. And it got me thinking like how many young lads potential want to be football stars look at Cristiano Ronaldo and think oh my goodness like I want to be like him I need to have six pack abs if I'm going to be successful in football. And one of the things that Tim also told me is that Cristiano Ronaldo has been like an affiliate or is paid by lots of companies like Nike being one of them to advertise products and one of the products that he actually endorses is one of those machines that you tie around your tummy that are supposed to give you abs and this made me really really cross because that isn't how you get six-pack abs like he has not got six-pack abs by tying that machine around his tummy he has got that by training he has got that by having like the top nutritionists the top chefs by really really focusing in on on his diet in the same way as that lady that I was chatting to in the gym to be able to compete in those bodybuilding competitions she hasn't tied like some machine around her body to get these muscles it's taken hours and it's taken commitment and it's taken motivation And it just got me thinking like how many young people, girls or boys or whatever are out there looking at images on Instagram, on social media, 
looking at these people, turning them into like idols in their mind of people that they want to emulate, the way they look, that they want their bodies to look like that person, they want their hair to look like that person. And it must be the case because these celebrities get huge amounts of money from different companies for endorsing and advertising products to their followers. So it then got me thinking about my motivation. And I really challenge you to think about this too. When it comes to your health and fitness goals, what is it that motivates you? Is it because you want to look like a certain person? Is it because you want to wear a certain dress or a certain pair of trousers that you wore, I don't know, like 15, 20 years ago before you had children and perhaps you were thinking your body was starting to think about the menopause? But really, if we're really honest with ourselves, is our motivation down to the fact that society creates these idols and these images that we really feel that we need to live up to? And let's be honest, the answer is yes. Whether it's health and fitness or whether it's you want your home to be as clean as Mrs. Hinch or, you know, whoever. Think about the people that you might be following on social media on Instagram why are you following them is it because you actually want to be like them have they got things that you want do they look the way that you want to look and this was a double whammy for me because I thought my daughter is going to be subjected to even more images on social media and Instagram my niece is like 17 right now and she's on her phone all the time and she's seeing all these images of you know perfection and what you should look like and I just thought you know it's my job as a mother as a woman in society right now to get really clear on my motivation when it comes to my goals and make sure that I am motivated by the right things and not this creation of this ideal look, ideal body, ideal image that society puts on us. I don't want that for you. I don't want it for my daughter. I don't want it for any young girls out there. And having worked as a teacher in secondary schools for 14 years, I used to see this all the time with the way that they felt that they had to dress and the way that these young girls felt that they had to look to fit in. Like that should not be the thing that motivates us. So if it isn't society that should be our motivation when it comes to our health and fitness goals, what should it be? And I think you know what I'm gonna say. It's God, isn't it? Of course it is. And I did warn you that I was going to start talking more about my faith in this podcast and I'm going to do it unashamedly because I would much rather be looking for my motivation when it comes to my goals and doing things that I know are good for me because God has told me because I know that God has my best interests at heart and not Instagram and not some random influencer who's being paid by another company to endorse a product. He is always going to have your best interests at heart because he loves you. So that got me thinking, okay, what actually does it say in the Bible about looking after our health and fitness? Now, I'm not an expert and I haven't studied the Bible and scripture in the way that so many people have. I really am like new on this journey. But this was so beautiful because this was definitely the Holy Spirit. And the first scripture that I came across when I was searching for like some teaching specific about health and fitness was this scripture. And it said, dear friend, I pray you may enjoy good health and that all may go well for you 
even as your soul is getting along well. So my understanding of that is that, and that was 3 John 1 verse 2, my understanding of that is that he's saying, I pray that you enjoy good health and even enjoy good health as you are getting older. And that is what I want for you. I want you to enjoy good health now. And I also want you to enjoy good health as you get older. So one of your motivations could actually be, when it comes to your health and fitness, is actually having and enjoying good health as you age, having longevity, being around for as long as you possibly can be. And let's be honest, who doesn't want that? Like, of course, you want to be around with your kids. Do you want to see them grow up? You want to see them do all of the things and get married and have their own children. So when it comes to your motivation, you could use that scripture and think about that as your motivation to enjoy good health now, but also to be enjoying good health as you age. I love seeing some of the older ladies in the gym in like yoga classes and there was a lady who was on a spin bike next to me the other day who was still you know absolutely smashing it in the gym and that's what I want to be. I want to be that person. I want to be that lady in her 60s and her 70s on the spin bike in the yoga class who is super super flexible. I want to be that lady and that is one of my motivators when it comes to my health and fitness is longevity Imagine what it would be like to be able to run around after your grandkids, to take them to places, to do all of the things. I mean, my mum does this with Chloe and it's just such a wonderful relationship that she has with Chloe. So you could use that as a really big motivator when it comes to your health and fitness. And during the next few months as we struggle often because we've got so many different commitments and it can put a real strain on our time that we have when it comes to our workouts and the foods that we're eating because there's an awful lot of temptation put in our way if you can hold that in your mind that could be a really powerful motivator to help you stay on track with your goals in my planning for this episode one of the things I did was I actually reached out to some really great friends who are Christian women who are actually really really strong in their faith and I asked them to share with me some of the verses that they feel are really relatable to them when it comes to health and fitness and I've put a list of them in the show notes and I just want to say a massive thank you to all of my sisters in Christ who have helped me and supported me with this episode. I really really feel so blessed to have you in my life and I thought I would share a couple of them with you, ones that really really spoke to me as well. Okay my friend, wave your hand, put your hand up if you are somebody who struggles with maybe stress eating, emotional eating, there is so much emotion linked to food isn't there and I you've all seen the film I'm sure of Bridget Jones when she has her breakup and she's there under her duvet shoveling all the food that she can find from her cupboards into her mouth all the ice cream and everything because she's feeling really sad that she's broken up with her boyfriend. Emotional eating can be a really really tricky one to deal with particularly as we're going into a season where we're having a lot of celebrations which are good emotions of course and you often find that in those seasons there's a lot of food going around there's chocolates there's sweets there's amazing yummy foods and turkey at Christmas and all of the things all of the feel-good things and you know that eating those foods make you feel good as well or perhaps you're somebody who doesn't enjoy the festive seasons and perhaps what you like to do is just to be on your own but you find yourself you know walking down the aisles in the supermarket 
supermarkets buying all the chocolate and the sweets and all of those kind of naughty things and I I say that with air quotes as I'm saying it and perhaps you do that because you're feeling lonely and maybe food gives you some comfort and one of the scriptures that somebody recommended to me was something really really simple and it says food does not bring us near God and that's it it's like what seven words how powerful is that and that's 1 Corinthians 8 verse 8 a. I mean, honestly, my friend, if ever there was something to write on a post-it note and stick it inside your fridge or your freezer or your cupboards, that is it, isn't it? That is really powerful. Seven words. Food does not bring us near God. So yeah, I think that is something that I will do is I'm going to put that one onto a post-it note. I'm going to stick it inside my cupboards where I keep all my chocolate as a reminder that food does not bring me happiness. It does not bring me closer to God. Of course, on my journey to find scripture that's linked to health and fitness and to help you with your motivation, of course, there is the one that talks about your body being a temple, and that's 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 to 20. And that's an absolutely really relevant one. God has gifted us this amazing body. Whatever it looks like, whatever your body can or can't do, it is an absolute gift. And there is somebody out there who wishes that perhaps they look like you or perhaps they see you running or they see you walking and they wish that they could do what you're doing. Being thankful and grateful for the body that we have that we've been gifted with is really important and how we treat it is key because if we've been gifted that body from God then we need to respect that and we need to honour that and the way that we honour it is by moving it and it's by giving it the food it needs to do well, to succeed, food that is going to fuel it and not harm it. And I love the verses in Daniel 1, I think it's 8, 12, 13 and 15, where it talks about how Daniel chose to eat veggies and to drink water and to not defile himself with royal food and wine. And that kind of reinforces the point that I've just said to you about how we treat our bodies as a gift, as a temple, and not defiling it with junk food, with drinking too much, with eating too much sugar. My friend Lisa over in the US sent me a scripture from Proverbs. It says Proverbs 23, 20 to 21. And it says, do not join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor and drowsiness clothes them in rags. So if ever there was a motivation for eating the right foods and drinking lots and lots of water, that is it. As I said earlier, I will put a full list of the scriptures that my friends shared with me because one of them might really speak to you. For me, it was a particular scripture about discipline because health and fitness really is about being disciplined. And the whole point of this episode really is to get you thinking about your motivation because you're going to come into what is traditionally a really challenging point when it comes to health and fitness. You're going to be socializing you're going to be going to events there's going to be food there's going to be drink and there's probably going to be plenty of it so your health and fitness goals might come secondary to all of that 
I, what I want you to do is to really dig in over the next week or so to think about your motivation when it comes to your health and fitness goals. Get super honest with yourself. Are you motivated because you want to look like somebody else? Are you motivated because you feel like society is telling you that you need to look or be or dress or act a certain way? And if that is your motivation, I'm gonna be really honest with you. That is not gonna be enough. That is not gonna help you to get successful when it comes to those goals that you have on your heart. That is not gonna be enough to get you through Thanksgiving and Christmas without putting on half a stone. And this is why I'm saying this to you now. I want to help you and support you and help you stay on track with your health and your fitness goals. Because I know that you will have been working hard all year to achieve success. And I don't want you to fall at the last hurdle in 2021. So my advice is dig deep, get really, really honest with yourself and real, pray about it, talk to God about it. What is your motivation? Ask him for help, ask him for guidance, ask him to show you some scripture to help that you can use to stick on a post-it note and stick on your fridge or on the back of your cupboard door. So I'm going to finish off by reading the scripture to you that I read at the start of this episode. Dear friend, I pray you may enjoy good health and that all may go well for you, even as your soul is getting along well. And that is why I pray for you, my friend, that you have great health and you have longevity and you enjoy every single moment. Okay, just to finish off, I want to remind you about the planner giveaway. Go and scroll down to the bottom of iTunes, leave me a review, screenshot your review, send it over to me, hello at theproductivemum.co.uk. The link is in the show notes, the email address is in the show notes. And I will enter you into the draw for a planner. I still have a few sat on my desk here to give away. And even if you don't want to win a planner, leaving a review is always super helpful because it really does help other people to find this podcast. Have an amazing day, my friend, and I will connect with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.